All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy G Dizzle back with another Good Dizzle Light Skin Hizzle. No, Light Skin Hero is the Cash App. Ten dollar minimum for question or topic. Baseman Awaken says, "Was George Floyd a Mason?" I have no idea. But guess what, Baseman? Guess what? The sound of the voice you are listening to is a Mason. I am a Prince Hall Mason. So does that give you the heebie-jeebies? Does that give you some Illuminati vibes? How does that make you feel, Baseman? I am a Mason. I've been a Prince Hall Mason for 15 years. But I don't know if George Floyd was one. I have no idea. All right. So uh, this topic is coming to us from my man, Speedy Coffee. Speedy Coffee. Check out Speedy. Where you at, Speedy? Speedy wanted me to give him a shout out. Shout out his stuff he got going on. Check out my man, Speedy. Speedy is U.S. military. There he is in the comment section, y'all. This is Speedy. Speedy is into the physical fitness thing. He is a United States Army soldier like I used to be once upon a time. Let's check out what my man Speedy out here talking about. Tell your friends and family members to subscribe. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back again. Like I said, we have a little difficulty, so my videos are getting chopped up. But however, I want to thank everybody from hitting the speedy been out there riding and looting, y'all. That's why he's sweating. Button, liking, sharing the video. Yo, hit the like button, give the thumbs up, share the video, tell your friends and family members to subscribe to the 43 Spartan Fitness Training Camp page. All right, so let's get this working. All right, so I'm going to finish up the work. With some jump roping, of course, because this is the request y'all asked me since I was recovering from my injury. So, so since y'all want to jump roping, doing some little ad workout and stuff like that. So, I'm going to go ahead, get this music popping. Remember, hit the like button, share the video, tell your friends and family members. to uh, support and subscribe to the 43 Spartan Training Camp Fitness page. All right, y'all, let's finish out this workout strong. All right, I can't play the, I can't play the copyrighted music over here. Sorry, Speedy. Anyways, that's uh, Sub-Zero Coffee. Goes by Speedy Coffee in the chat box. He's into the physical fitness thing. Y'all go friend my man on Facebook. He has a YouTube channel. What's your, what's your YouTube channel, man? Where at that, though? 40 Thieves Spartan Training. He has the perfect name. 
He has the perfect name to teach you how to be the best looter you could be. 40 Thieves. <laughs> so you want to go out there and learn how to be the most effective looter you can be so you can smash and dash and run from store to store and hop over police cars and, and duck batons and uppercut people while you're running and still keep your breath. You need to go sign up for the 40 Thieves Spartan Training Camp, y'all. You see this right here? You see these You see these iron mics he's doing? These iron mics are going to allow for you to strengthen up your, your quads so that you can, uh, you, you, can um, you know, in case you got to lift something up real heavy, you can get down real low and pick it back up. That's, that's what you're going to learn at the 40 Thieves. <laughs> okay, we got some jumping jacks, also known as the side straddle hop. This is effective when, you know what I'm saying, you got a bunch of people trying to surround you and get up on you. You start doing the, the side straddle hops, and you just start smacking people in the face. Now, here we go. We got the leg. We got the, uh, I can't remember what this move is called, but uh, it's, you know, basically you can use this move right here. So let's just say you got like cops chasing you or something because, you know, you don't you don't broke something. You can you can grab a pole and just hop up on there, start swinging your legs and kicking people in the face and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You're going to learn the leg hook. You're going to learn all of this at the 40 Thieves Fitness Camp, which will teach you how to be an effective looter out there during these riots and these protests. Now, what else? What else we got? We got the speed rope here. This is going to build your endurance up so you can uh, move real fast to the left and the right and start juking people and stuff. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You're going to learn how to do stuff like that with a jump rope so you can start smacking people who try to steal your Gucci, your Gucci belts that you just stole. That's what I'm talking about. 40 Thieves, baby. <laughs> he, has the per he has the perfect name for... <laughs> That's my man Speedy, though, for real, though. Y'all go, go sub to my man. Y'all go sub. It's always time for jokes. G Dizzle is always joking. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to get these jokes off. I'm going to get these jokes off. I don't care what's going on out there. We getting them jokes off. Best believe. Y'all go sub to uh, my man, though, for real. All right, so anyways, he sent me this video right here. You know what I'm saying? Since he's in the army, I was in the army. Uh, you know, we, we about that, we, we we about that life. We real soldiers out here. We real soldiers. We actually train for this stuff in real life. So now we are going to see firsthand. This is the first footage I've ever seen of the Wakandan army, the warriors of the community. Oh, you made it to Staff Sergeant. You got promoted to Staff Sergeant. Shout out to you, man. I was a staff sergeant when I got out too. But anyways, this is the first footage, ladies and gentlemen. The first footage we have ever seen of the warriors of the community, the warrior class, the Wakandan warriors actually interacting with the U.S. military. Now, these are the reserves, but they are still the U.S. military. We're going to see how this how this plays out, how we're going to see who comes out victorious, who's actually more of a warrior, who's actually more of a soldier. We're going to see it because we've been hearing about the warrior class for years now. We know about the U.S. military. 
Now we are about to see effect, just how effective the warrior class can be when they are face-to-face with the United States military, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to see. We are about to see whose recruiting numbers are going to go up. Whose army do you want to sign up to be a part of? Who do you feel like you can be all that you can be when it comes to picking uh, uh, an army to sign up and join and and, and all that crazy stuff, right? Let's let's see. Here we go. Let's, Let's get into it. Warrior class, baby. Let's check this out. You heard? Uh, take it. He's like, you heard? For the young black man in this crowd right now? You can't even do shit. I'm in your face. You, can't even you know you don't stand for that shit. You don't even respond. Back in the day, somebody getting this close to your face, you're going for that? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you stop breathing. You got your hands together. You want to punch me right now, don't you? You want me to get out your face, don't you? But you don't want me to do shit. You can't do shit until Chief tell you. Until your daddy tell you. Until your dad tell you. Daddy? He said, take your clip out your gun because you can't do shit. They said put them up on the clothes. They like no like no That's what you listen like. You listen to words everybody else say. You don't even think no damn self. You need to let them There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have just seen exclusive footage of the warrior class in action, ladies and gentlemen. They have been training for about three, four, five years, going through rigorous training activities, basic training. They were been, they've been preparing for urban warfare and combat. We have never seen video footage of what these soldiers are capable of when confronted with an actual army. We've only seen what the warrior class can do to civilians on a regular day in the hood, y'all. We know what they're capable of doing to regular civilians, a.k.a. innocent bystanders and little kids catching stray bullets. We know what they're capable of doing over there. This is the first time you have ever seen footage of the warrior class, the Wakandan warriors actually standing face-to-face with the white man's army, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And we see how effective they are. Go back and look. Let me get my, let me control my volumes. Hold on. First thing you need to learn how to do is say you have a lazy eye. Second thing you need to learn how to do is walk outside with a head full of peasy ass naps all over the place. That is how you know you are properly prepared for war. You have your helmet of peasy naps on. You You can't even do shit. You have to ask, are you standing up for the young black man in this crowd right now? I'm in your face. You know you don't stand 
for that shit. You don't even respond. Back in the day, somebody getting this close to your face, you're going for that? My man has a Kevlar helmet on for the U.S. Army. He has his flak jacket on. I highly doubt he has any sappy plates in there because it don't look like he do. He has his M16 right there. He has a little walkie-talkie, his face mask, his gloves, his his uh, his his uniform. Your man's got a bright red sweatshirt on over here. Come on, you You want to punch me? They're blending in like a sun, bitch, ain't they? Now, don't you? You want me to get out your face, don't you? But you don't want me to do shit. You can't do shit until Chief tell you. Until your daddy tell you. Until your dad tell you. He can't do nothing till his chief or his daddy tell him. Mm. Daddy tell you to do something. Talking about the white man, y'all. The white man. He said, "Take your clip out your gun because you can't." I don't know about you. Took it out. We don't call them guns in the U.S. Army. We call them weapons, not guns. He said, "Put them up on the clothes." He ain't like no That's what you listen like. He just said he ain't even no damn sergeant. If you look at this soldier's, this U.S. Army's soldier's neck tape right there, you will see three stripes. That is the rank of an E-5, also known as a sergeant or a buck sergeant. This guy actually is in a sergeant. You listen to words everybody else say. You don't even think it's no deal, so. He said, you listen to words everybody else say. You don't even think for your damn self. Man, isn't that ironic? Isn't that what all the rioters and looters are out there doing? They are running off the words and feels and thoughts of what everybody else is telling them to think. They're all convinced that the police is out there just killing niggas all over the place. Never mind that in Chicago, I don't know if did y'all see the news story about Chicago? 90, what was it like? 97 people were shot yesterday in Chicago alone. And no, this wasn't all related to the protests. This stuff was happening in other parts of the city that where the protesters weren't even at. 97 people. You need to let them yeah, so we just witnessed it, y'all. Footage of the Wakandan army. Now, here, here's what I want to know, y'all. Whose army is better? Whose army is better? Now, we, we clearly know the U.S. Army, you know, they have better gear. They got access to better weapons, and then they're backed up by four or five other branches in the military, and they're all funded by taxpayer dollars, where basically we have like a damn their infinite supply of money to go out there and get the latest and greatest toys and gizmos to keep all you rioters and protesters in check. When it comes to the Wakandan army, who's funding them? Where are they getting their money from? You know, other, other than rioting and looting and all the other nigga shit they get, they engage in, you know, you know, since Tariq Nasheed and Jason Black coined the phrase, uh warrior class are they like funding them how come Tariq ain't out there getting them niggas dressed up in uniforms and properly and properly you know putting putting proper weapons in their hands man like what are we doing here what kind of army is this now also when it comes to these two armies who which team has better benefits and like what kind of benefit we already know the benefits the u.s military is going to get right what about the benefits associated with the wakandan warriors does anybody know what kind of benefits that, that come with that? 
Renal Cherry put $5 in here. He says, who would the Army officer have answer to if they struck the race soldier, Army officials? We're going to get to that in a second. I'm actually going to get to that point in a second. But I just want to know, what, like, what are the benefits of being a part of the Wakandan Army, y'all? What are the benefits? I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe you become a hashtag. You might get your name put on a T-shirt. And if you're lucky... You might get your face spray painted on the wall somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know of any other benefits. You know, at least with this U.S. military guy, I know what kind of benefits he gets. Jay Harris says they get flat, free flat screen TVs. That is a benefit. That is a benefit, Jay Harris. You join the Wakandan Army and you get free flat screen TVs and Gucci belts and Jordans all day long. You get the ransack stores in the name of police brutality and George Floyd, even though you don't give a damn about this nigga. You just out here just trying to get some shit to make yourself look spodiote, dopalicious. That's all you trying to do. You dig? You know what I'm saying? You don't get any long term benefits to like kind of carry you through the rest of your life to kind of help you become established and become a hopefully a fully functional member of society that can go out there and be productive and produce. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they offer benefit packages like that in the Wakandan army. You understand? But I do know they offer those benefits in the U S military because I was in the military for 13 years and I takes advantage of all them benefits. Unapologetic with it. I don't care if it's a 10% discount or I get the park up front at Lowe's. You're going to know I served in the military. And if you got a benefit, I want it. <laughs> but let's get to my man, Raynald Cherry. He said, who would the army officer have to answer to if he struck the race soldier? Uh, if he struck the race soldier. Wait, hold on, Let me read this again. Who would the army officer have to answer to if they struck the race soldier army officials? I'm a little confused about the question here. So you're saying if the Wakandan, if the Wakandan warrior struck the U.S. military guy, or are you saying if the U.S. military guy struck the Wakandan warrior? Like which, which one are you asking? I'm a little confused about how you worded the question here. See, if the Wakandan warrior struck the U.S. military guy, you know, they don't have any real rank or structure. Oh, you want to know about the military guy? See, here's the thing. This military guy has been through basic training. He has been trained and drilled to stand up and let people talk smack to him in his face. You learn that on day one in basic training, ladies and gentlemen. You literally learn that on day one in basic training. So being that this guy's an E5, I'm assuming he's had to have been in for at least three, four, maybe five years, but he's a reservist. The way they get promoted is slightly different compared to how active duty component gets promoted. but we're going to just roll with three to five years. He's probably been in the army. He learned on day one to let people talk smack to him and just remain steadfast. And basically what I'm saying is he learned how to control his emotions. Ladies and gentlemen, he learned how to not become a hyper emotional Negro. You, you, you see that? Remember when I always say we're you got you we got a society black society is filled with hyper emotional negroes. Remember that? Well, you are witnessing a negro in the US Army uniform who is not hyper emotional. He actually learned how to control that. Now, 
if in order for the U.S. military guy to strike the other dude, the Wakandan warrior, the Wakandan warrior would have to strike the military guy first in this instance. So if the Wakandan warrior were to put hands on this military dude, that military dude will be within his full power to take that butt stock of that M16 and bash that nigga upside his head. <laughs> that's, that's what he would be able to do. And he would not get in trouble for it at all. Because that's what I would do. And I guarantee the U.S. soldier is going to win. Guaranteed. His battle buddies to his left and his right are going to help. But he ain't going to get in trouble with the chain of command if these joggers were to strike him first. It would be in his interest to take that butt stock and start commencing to whoop ass. We learn how to use the butt stock to whoop ass in the military, too. We learn how to turn all we learn how to weaponize all that shit. Y'all see that Kevlar sitting on top of his head. Y'all know how much that Kevlar weighs, ladies and gentlemen. That Kevlar weighs about five damn pounds. He takes that Kevlar off and get the swing in that shit. It's going to feel like you've been hit in the head with, with a sack of bricks. So your man's going to get he, he, he going to have the legal right to get busy out in these streets. All he's just waiting, because if you look at his face, he's just like, all right, these are hyper emotional Wakandan warriors. They haven't really been trained. Nobody has sat them down and taught them how to control their emotions. So he'll just let them pop off. Because, you know, we got to do that crap in all types of areas of the military, whether we're in a garrison environment or we're deployed downrange. Garrison means basically you're in the U.S. or you're in Europe somewhere on a military base doing regular army crap, whatever, right? We got to deal. We've been trained to deal with this crap. But we've also been trained to let them pause fly if people put their hands on us. And we not. Have you have you have you guys ever seen what 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 nakers look like and joggers look like when they fight? They have the worst fighting stances ever. <laughs> the elbows be all up next to their ears. They, they fist be all cock looking like looking like a Popeye finna fight and stuff. They, they, and then they just let their arms just fly all wild and reckless. This is why when they fight, 30 of them niggas got to jump on you because that one nigga trying to fight you has no real fighting skills. He has to have 30 other people come help him out because if, if it's just a one on one situation, he, he more than likely he going to lose. This guy, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's been trained in some basic elementary hand-to-hand -hand combat stuff that he more than likely learned in basic training. So he can probably do some basic elementary moves. I'm not saying he's going to turn into Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, Jackie Chan out in his mug, but I'm pretty sure he can do a couple moves here, put this nigga in an arm bar, make him tap out, might even choke him out. You know, like, like for real, for real, choke this nigga out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he can learn. He's, I, I learned that stuff is what I'm trying to tell you. I learned that stuff. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm sure he may have learned it. But I don't think the Wakandan warriors realize this. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they think they just see a black man serving in the white man's army and he can't do nothing. And, and presently, he can't do nothing. He, he, legally, he can't do nothing. But all it takes, all it takes is for one of them Wakandan warriors to put a fingertip on this dude. Because you notice something. When we watched the video, they never touched him. Because if they did, they knew it was ass whooping season.
Let's watch the video again and y'all let me know if y'all see any, if y'all seen a fingernail or a strand of hair touch this dude. Let's look at it again. You hurt. Uh, Take it. He's right. You hurt. Set up for the young black man in this crowd right now. You can't even do shit. I'm in your face. You, can't even you know you don't stand for that shit. You won't even respond. Back in the day, somebody getting this close to your face, you're going for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got that close to his face, you going for that? But you notice they never touched the brother. That's what they don't understand. They never put a hand on him. <laughs> you stop breathing, you got your hands together, you want to get peace, you want to punch me right now, don't you? You want me to get out your face, don't you? But you know you can't do shit. You can't do shit until Chief tell you. Until your daddy tell you. Until your daddy tell you. Until your daddy tell you to do something. He said, take it. You know, you see how close he is. You see how close he is, how he keeps getting his face all in there. You ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. If this was me in this scenario and this dude touched me in a way that I deem was threatening, the first thing I would have did was just take my rifle and just uppercut this nigga right in his jaw with the, with the, with the butt stock of the rifle. And I'm talking about you do that, you're going to dislocate all kind of teeth. His jaw going to be swirling around in his damn mouth. That would be the first thing I would have did. He would have caught a mean uppercut from the butt stock of that damn rifle. Right then and there on the spot. But you noticed he never touched him. Because he knew what time it was. They said put them They show this talking tough, ain't they? But they ain't put no hands on this brother. They knew not to do that. They do not to do that. They might call themselves trying to put their hands on the police. And the reason why, because they see the cops every damn day. You know what I'm saying? And then you, unfortunately, you got a lot of sloppy looking cops out there, which, you know, people like, ah, right, he ain't finna do shit. But they don't be doing that to the, to the, to the military. When they roll the National Guard out, you ain't going to see niggas cutting up in front of the National Guard. Now, they might find a onesie or a twosie, but when they in a collective like this, they ain't going to do shit because most of them jokers is in some type of shape. They know how to use them weapons. They know some basic hand-to-hand -hand combat. And, you know, like I say, all it takes is a, a quick, uppercut with the buttstock of that gun and that nigga's going night-night. <laughs> That'll be the end of the fight. He going night-night. And like I say, the entire time, they never put hands on this dude. They know what was up. Old Peasy had knew what was up. He never put hands on his brother. Not one time. He knew what was up. Look at him. He, he like hella close. He hella close. I guarantee your mans would have would have dropped them bows on him.
Your man's probably be in the gym lifting weights and shit because that's all niggas in the army do. We all used to lift weights. <laughs> he got he got them Kevin Durant waves, y'all. That's what, <laughs> that joker related to Kevin Durant. Look at his head. Look, look at this nigga's head. This nigga's having a riot on his head right now, y'all. This nigga, this nigga's naps is going to war right now. This is this is this is nap brutality taking place on his head. Get his brother head. You ain't go steal you a brush nigga in a wave cap and some some Dax grease. These niggas out here looting everything but the essentials, y'all. This nigga ain't loot no hairbrush, no grease, and no wave cap. What, what kind of warrior are you? You supposed to take, you supposed to make sure your helmet is straight. <laughs> Look at this brother. Look at this brother. Look at his head. It's a war taking place on his head right now. Look at this. This joker is having a war on his head. That's why he's so emotional. Them naps is going to war, just fucking up all the synapses in his brain right now. He can't look, look at his brother. I'm trying to get it on that one. Look at this. It's a war going on outside, y'all. No man is safe from. It is brother. Come on, son. You, you need to go fight your barber. <laughs> you need to tell him to open up shop, stop playing games out in these streets. Get you a mask and go sit your ass in the chair and, and fix that shit. This nigga crazy. He ain't never touch. He ain't never put no hands on your boy though. He ain't never put hands on him though. But I just felt this was important to watch. This is the first time we've ever seen footage of the Wakandan army actually face to face with the white man's military. The, the the real military. Now we get to see him face to face. Face-to-face. Face. What was this other nigga doing? He got gloves on, putting his hands all in his mouth. What's the point of having gloves if you're going to put your hands next to your face and in your mouth? Why, what's the point of that? Why your man's got, first of all, he got, his, he got a beanie cap on, a little wife beater, he got gloves on, and then he got his hands on his face. When you out there, you ain't supposed to have hands on your face. You say this video is a black on black crime video. Now this ain't no black on black crime. This is a this is a this is a black on nigga crime. <laughs> That's what this is. This is a this is a, 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 a black man who knows how to control his emotions and temperament versus a, an uncontrollable, infantile, nappy headed nigga. That's what this is. <coughs> That's what this is. Even that little white chick, she probably whoop off in all their asses too. <laughs> I wouldn't put it that past her. Now what we looking at? We ain't looking at no, we ain't looking at no black on black crime. We're looking at some some ignorance. Nakers gone wild. But like I said, he ain't never touch your man's though. He knew not to touch him. It was about to be hammer time out there. <laughs> 
It about to be hammer time out there. He about to be dropping bows like Ludacris. All that shit. Don't let the don't let the, the don't let the faux eyes fool you. I tell you. Don't, that's why these, these Negroes don't be turning up on uh, on, on uh, military personnel. Like I said, they'll turn up on a cop. Because like I said, they see the police every day in some form or fashion. Every day. So you do have a lot of roly-poly cops out there, but you can't be a roly-poly dude in the military. Like, you can get kicked out the military for that crap. No, I wasn't roly-poly when I was in the military. I got roly-poly after I left the military. For most of the majority of my career, I was in fairly good shape. It's part of my job. I couldn't get fat. I know what he do. You know what I'm saying? So this is the what this, this is what we're seeing, y'all. This is the warrior class, y'all, that that is gonna protect y'all right here. These little these little nappy headed This brother had all kinds of fucked up, y'all. That's the warrior class. That's who's going to save black society, y'all. A bunch of young niggas who don't know nothing about nothing. But they know not to touch this nigga. They know that. But they don't know nothing else about nothing. See what they're saying in these comments over here. Thank you, fellow soldier, for not losing it. Hooah. That's all the comments I can look at. Can't look at no more? Oh, here we go. Uh, see, another thing y'all realize is the, the, how stupid these little niggas are. These dudes and this, this, this soldier, this NCO right here, this E5 Bucksard, he one of the damn. He, he's the. He's part of the reason why these little these little dumb niggas can get out here and talk all reckless and crazy. He part of the reason why that's that's even possible. Because if it wasn't for the U.S. military, it'd be all this country be all kinds of fucked up. Y'all think this country fucked up now? Let the U.S. military go away. Like an invading force comes to this country and just takes over. Y'all niggas going to be wishing. <laughs> Y'all going to be wishing Donald Trump was president. Let, let uh, uh, what's his name? Kim Jong-un, or the leader of Iran, come over here and start running this country because they done decimated the military and undecimated our government. Y'all niggas going to be wiped off the planet. It's going to be a wrap. Y'all going to be wishing we was back under the evil white supremacy. Like I say, it's a reason why don't nobody be, ain't nobody invaded America. When the last time a foreign army invaded America, and I ain't talking about Pearl Harbor where they flew a plane, they flew kamikaze planes into ships. I'm talking about an actual army rolling down the street. When the last time that happened? Was it the, the Revolutionary War? <laughs> when the last time that happened, y'all, when a foreign army was rolling down the street, you just open your door and you see a foreign army just, just, just coming through. The last time that happened, to my knowledge, was the Revolutionary War when America broke off from Britain. 
That last time it happened. In a foreign, to my knowledge, unless I missed the war, that's the last time it's happened. That was back in what, 1776? Something like that. It's a reason why ain't nobody coming over here trying to roll their tanks and fly their jets over our country. We'll go roll our tanks and fly jets all over their shit, but they ain't doing it to they ain't doing it to homeland America. And you know why? It's because of people like this. It's because of this E5 right here and all the other people in the United States military to include the Coast Guard. Where we protect you ignorant niggas so much that y'all can just hop up and down and, and cry your little feels all over the place and disrespect these people. Did they face, but you know not to touch them. Especially when they, when, they, when they got their weapons on them. You know not to touch them. That's the reason why this little, this little dumb Negro can do this. They don't even know it. Because like I said, you go drop this nigga off in another part of the world, or you let a foreign army come over here and start running shit, oh, he going he, he to be hurt. These niggas going to be in the world of hurt, B. That's why I tell y'all. Oh, somebody, somebody said I was wrong. 1812, the British invaded the U.S., Oh, I did miss a war. I forgot all about the 1812 war. My bad. I knew. I mean, you know, I'm not a history buff like that. It's been a, regardless, it's been a long time. <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. That was over 200 years ago. 18, the War of 1812. That was 200 something years ago. <clears throat> that he wouldn't run up on a strap pookie like that. He ain't got to. What we got to run up on Pookie for? Nigga, we rolling around in tanks and MRAPs and Humvees. Nigga, y'all going to move. Have y'all ever seen a video of Humvees driving in Iraq? Go watch these videos on YouTube of a, of a dude driving a Humvee in Iraq, and they get caught up in a traffic jam. Y'all know what they do? They literally push cars off the road and make them move. That's what we do. We ain't got to come to y'all. The Civil War wasn't a foreign army. That was just one country that split. I'm talking about a foreign army, solitaire. Civil War was not a, that, the reason, is, that's why it's called a Civil War. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's issues, internal issues with the country. But that's why I say y'all got to go overseas, man. Y'all got to get out of y'all little bubble that y'all have encapsulated yourself into and, just, and go see and, and listen, go around the world and see how bad everybody else got it. Once you actually, and I'm not talking about hopping on no cruise ships or flying your ass down to the Bahamas for the weekend. Nah, B take your ass to the mid middle East somewhere or go to one of them countries in Africa or go to one of them countries in Europe that ain't got it popping like England and France. You know, one of, them, one of them Eastern Europe countries that used to be a part of the USSR back in the day. Go over there and see how them niggas is living. And, and, you, you, and you honestly come back to America pretending like you got it that damn hard. Use a lie. Use a liar, B. You niggas is living great. Even with all this so-called police, y'all niggas ain't, y'all niggas don't even know what real police brutality. Y'all want to go overseas and see what real police brutality is. 
Take your ass to uh, what? What's that country? Uh, the Philippines. Go over to the Philippines, ladies and gentlemen, and get caught with some drugs, and see what they do to you. They might execute you on the spot. They skipping the whole judge and jury thing. You might get taken out back and shot. Y'all ever see that video that happened in the late 80s, early 90s with that white boy? I can't remember what that white boy's name was. I remember it. I was a little kid when this happened. But some white American kid went over. He was in the Philippines, I believe. And he got caught spray painting people's houses and cars. Y'all know what they did to this white boy? They strung his ass up to a wall and whipped out some big ass bamboo canes and spanked this nigga with some canes. You know them bamboo canes that they might make a bed out of or make a ceiling out or hell, make a hut out of? They strung him up and, and started going to town on him like, like, like it, was a, it was massa whooping a slave. Go look it up if you think I'm lying. It was a big story back in like the 80s and not the late 80s, early 90s. I remember seeing it as a kid. I was like, God damn, they giving that motherfucker the business. But he was over there thinking he an American citizen. He could just do whatever he want. Spray painting up these people's shit. Yeah, they recorded it. It was national news. <laughs> that thing was all over the news, y'all. They had him strung up and was putting them bamboo sticks on that ass, ladies and gentlemen. That, that's what they did. Oh, you come over here, you, you destroying shit, string his ass up, go get the bamboo. We finna go to town on his ass. Take your ass to South Korea, uh, 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 not South, North Korea, and mess around, get caught. Hell, take your ass to China. And I ain't talking about Hong Kong. I'm talking about China, China. Because you know Hong Kong and China, even though they're the same country, they're actually like two different countries in the same country. Meaning... To go from mainland China into Hong Kong, you got to have a passport, right? But, <coughs> but go into just mainland China and go out there and do some shit and find out what kind of work they finna hand you. Oh, they don't play. They don't play. Go to, go to the Mideast when I was in Kuwait and mess around and get locked up in jail over there. They was locking up a couple of Americans over there. Oh, did it happen in Taiwan? It may have been Taiwan. It was one of them countries in, in Southeast Asia. It was either Taiwan or Singapore or one of them damn countries. Go look it up. Take your ass to the Mideast. And, and see what real uh, uh, brutality looks like. They don't play no games out there. America, nigga, y'all niggas is good. Them niggas wish they can come over here and get brutalized like y'all. <laughs> they wish they can get some brutal brutalization like y'all. They getting real brutalized out there. Say, black Americans, black Americans don't realize how, how, how lucky they were to be born in this country. Out of all the black people in the world, you were born in America, nigga. Compare your blackness to damn near the entire global population of black people. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and see who's really, who's really living. <laughs> who really, who really living life? You know what I'm saying? For the most part. They don't play overseas, man. That's what I'm saying. Ne Negroes got to get their passports up. 
and go see some other places to see how bad it is, to see what real oppression and brutality looks like. This shit child's play over here. They don't play no games in a lot of countries, B. They ain't with that human rights bullshit. They ain't finna be listening to protesters. <laughs> Protest if you want. You finna catch, you finna, finna catch a mouthful of hot bullets. They chopping hands off. They doing all kind of shit out there. I'm just trying to tell you, you got to go out there and see. I'm telling you, you leave, you, you leave the comfort of America and go out there and see some other. Go, matter of fact, just go watch that TV show, Locked Up Abroad. I don't know if that show still come on. Go watch that show and listen to the horror stories that some of these, people, some of these Americans had when they got locked up in prison in a foreign country. American prisons are like five-star hotels compared to these foreign countries. Some of these foreign countries, they drop you off in prison and you are on your own in terms of eating and, and finding you a place to sleep. You in an American prison, you guaranteed three hots in a cot. Over there, good luck. Good luck. Be lucky if you survive the first day over there. You got to get out. I'm telling you, man. Listen, we got some issues in this country, but man, our issues fail in comparison to the issues that go, go on in so many countries around the world, y'all. You know, <laughs> you know like I said, I've been to uh, quite a few countries. Our issues fail in comparison. You know, we're like, we're like, we're the equivalent of some little white kids who grew up rich and our parents cut our allowance off. And now we're crying and throwing a temper tantrum. Mommy and daddy won't give us our $5,000 a week allowance. They're only going to give us 2000 now. We think the whole world done fell apart. Now we over here plotting to kill our parents and shit. Which that, that, that actually happened, by the way. There was a story a couple years back. This rich white kid killed his father because his father cut his allowance off. Now, I say kid loosely. This dude was like 23, 24 years old. His father was this, this super rich dude, some, some Wall Street tycoon type of dude. His father cut his money off, and, and, the, and the son plotted to kill his own father. Happened like two, three years ago. That's, that's what we're like in comparison to the rest of the world. I'm not saying that we ain't got issues, but man, you go see how other people's issues is going. You come back, you be like, man, I remember the first time I went overseas, you know, as a grown-up. I went when I was a kid. When I was a grown-up, I went to Kuwait. I left the United States February 7th or 8th, 2006 flying on an airplane to Europe. I was on that plane for like eight, nine, 10 hours or something like that. We stopped in Germany. I left. It was freezing cold when I flew out of Baltimore. Got to Germany. It was freezing cold. Hopped back on the plane. Flew another five hours to Kuwait. We landed in Kuwait midnight their time on the tarmac. They opened the door to the plane. Man, I had a bubble. I had a, I had a, I had a, uh, 
had a bomber jacket on. Y'all know the little bomber jackets? I had one of them joints on because I was it was keeping me warm. They opened that damn door. Nigga, I thought I stepped into an oven. <laughs> <coughs> it was like a thousand degrees out there. I'm like, how niggas living out here, B? Fast forward, I'm over there. I, I got I got to seeing how some of these Kuwaitis was living. And then how they treating all the damn Pakistanis and all the other people that come from other countries. They over there whooping them in public. Like, they, they like, like it's, it's, it's damn near full-blown slavery over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, they treat these people like shit. Like, man, glad, glad I was born in America, baby. I'm proud to be an American. I sing that song every fucking day. Every day. I will, I will, I will put an American, I will tattoo an American flag on my forehead, goddammit, before I go around and, 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 and try to live in another country, especially one of them fucked up countries out there. Fuck out of here. Negroes don't realize how good they got to be. I'm saying? I mean, think about it. You, you got it so good, you can go out there and just burn shit up, steal shit, and the cops letting you. The military letting you do it. They just hoping they just hoping y'all get tired. They just they're just waiting for y'all niggas to tire out. Cause eventually when y'all don't stole all the good shit, ain't gonna be nothing else to steal. You know what I'm saying? They just waiting for y'all to tire out and bore out. They waiting for the next the next news story to pop up to set y'all off. Cause if they really wanted to, I've already told you what the military can do, y'all. The military really want to get busy with y'all in conjunction with the cops. All they got to do is just block city roads off, shut power down, and lock you niggas in. Then you're going to be stuck like Chuck. Well, we got guns and ammo. Well, you only got a limited supply. <laughs> you can't get in or out. How you going to get the weapons? You know what I'm saying? You're only going to do so much. Then get busy out there in them streets. Y'all ever seen what a drone can do? I ain't talking about no drone that y'all be buying to go fly over people's houses. Have y'all ever seen a drone in real life? <coughs> I used to be on this base called Arif John in, in, uh, in, in southern Afghanistan. My barracks is like across the street from the airport where the jets used to take off and the Apaches used to take off and all that shit. They used to launch them drones from over there. Them drones are like the size of school buses. With, they're like school buses with wings, y'all. Like they're uh, maybe a little bit bigger than a school bus with wings. And they're loaded with all kind of goddamn munitions. Them shits can fly so high in the sky, you will never know it's flying around. And it has laser pinpoint accuracy on dropping a bomb on your ass. From way the hell up. I'm talking about they be so high in the sky, they can see the head... They can, they can see the head of a dime and drop a bomb on it with pinpoint accuracy on a damn dime. They can fuck, they can fuck some shit up if they really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff that, that's the type of stuff the U.S. military got. They got all kinds of shit out there that you niggas don't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? They, they get busy out there. They ain't gave it to him, but let, let them mess around and call the special forces in. <laughs> special forces are, are, are the Delta forces, are the Rangers are the SEALs. And they got all kind of crazy shit that the average regular soldier doesn't have access to. But, you know, I'm just saying. 
the end of the day, they just letting y'all cut up, blow off some steam, because they know y'all been in the house for a couple months. And they'll let y'all come talk a little smack to their face. Y'all know y'all ain't finna put no hands on them. It's going to be a problem for you. It's going to be a problem. Michael Johnson got blown up by a robot. Yeah. No, it is what it is. Kind of, he pinned himself into a position where they ain't had no choice but to send a robot in there. Either that or he's just going to light some cops up. But you got to remember, Michael Johnson is ex-military. So he wasn't, he, he wasn't your average. See, Michael Johnson is, was ex-military. He knew what kind of training we had. This little, this little dude over here ain't had that kind of training. He don't know. So Michael Johnson, when he was out there doing his thing, he wasn't no dummy. He was moving in. If you watch some, he was kind of strategic with it. How he was uh, attacking the police. He learned that in the military. Says, but U.S. Army technology can't defeat fake social justice warrior outrage. I mean, we let them have outrage. This is America. You're allowed to get outrage, y'all. But there's going to come a point in time where they're going to, they, they are going to force you to restore law and order. They'll let you blow some steam off now because everybody pissed off that, that your man's died. Everybody, everybody pissed off at that. So they're letting you blow steam off. You've been locked up in the house for three, two, three months now. They're letting you blow some steam off. Fine, they'll let you even tear some shit up. But eventually, they're going to restore law and order. They ain't going to let this drag out too much longer. Because now, y'all out here, you got, did y'all hear about the story about the black lawyer in New York City that got arrested for, for launching a Molotov cocktail at the cops? An Ivy League black lawyer who got arrested for launching a Molotov cocktail. Now he's going to be looking at probably life in prison. Then they were trying to throw Molotov cocktails at the White House, I heard, which they, which they forced Trump to go to the bunker. Everybody was clowning like Trump just ran down there voluntarily. They don't know how shit worked. That shit happens. They forced him to go down there. But here's the thing. Y'all keep messing around with this White House and y'all think Trump crazy now. Y'all forgot he's the commander in chief of the goddamn military. It's his job to protect the country. And he has the full weight of the United States military behind him. He's the head, he's the head nigga in charge. Y'all keep messing around with this damn Trump if you want to. Trying to, trying to, trying to throw your little Molotov cocktails over the fence. What y'all think finna happen? He finna set it off up in here. And here's the thing. It's a lot of people that want him to set it off. It's a lot of people that want order restored, ladies and gentlemen. Because it's a lot of us that, that, that are pissed off that your man George Floyd was killed, died on camera like that. But it is a lot of people equally tired of you niggas out in the streets cutting up. It's a lot of us tired of that. Especially if you're in one of them cities where they cutting up for real, for real. They cutting up a little down here, but Orlando isn't a major city like that. It ain't nowhere. Uh, we, we, I mean, Central Florida has over like a million people that live in Central Florida, but Orlando, Orlando is not popping like that. 
We're like the fourth biggest city in Florida. But, you know, you go down to Miami or you go to Philly or New York or wherever, you live in one of them cities, oh, they cutting up. They going to restore order. They got the weapons and all that shit to do it. Because here's the thing. Y'all, y'all playing with fire now. Y'all, some of y'all don't went from rioters to protesters to, or from protesters to rioters to looters. Now y'all launching Molotov cocktails. Y'all are y'all are crossing the line into becoming a terrorist. Y'all are creeping into the terrorist category now. And what does the U.S. do with terrorists, ladies and gentlemen? What's their policy with terrorists? The U.S. does not negotiate with terrorists. That's their policy. They do not negotiate with terrorists at all, under no circumstances. That's that's the policy George Bush put out back in the day. Maybe his father put it out. But you keep creeping closer and closer to this, to, to you, you launching Molotov cocktails, thinking you out there being a, a, a guerrilla warfighter. Y'all are inching closer to the line of being classified as a, looked at as a terrorist. <clears throat> and they mess around and classify you as a terrorist. Oh, they finna hand you all the business like they do them terrorists overseas. They finna give you niggas the work. <clears throat> And y'all going to find out if all these secret jail cells are real or not when they lock your ass up in some damn jail somewhere with no windows, have you blindfolded the entire time, and are you sitting in a cell in Guantanamo Bay next to them damn terrorists down there? I'm going to find out. They're going to restore order. It's coming. But they hoping y'all get enough sense first to restore order on your own accord because... They're looking at y'all. A lot of people are looking at y'all like y'all wanted the cop arrested. Check. He got arrested. Y'all wanted him charged with murder. Check. He got charged with murder. Well, what y'all want now? We want him found guilty. Well, hold up. Hold up. You got to let the process play out. That's why we have the court system. You got to let the process play out, playboy. Because if you get arrested and get charged, you're going to want the same due process as, the, as, as that cop wants. You got to let the process play out. I was having a talk today with one of my, you know, with Frank, the dude from the podcast I did. We was, Frank was like, oh, the family did an autopsy. They said he was suffocated. I was like, Frank, I was like, here, here's what's going to happen. He, he, first he was like, is this real? I was like, here's what's going to happen, Frank. Under the, if the first autopsy says one thing and the second autopsy says another, then somebody, somebody might have to order a third autopsy to be like a tiebreaker unless one of them other autopsies changes their mind, which I heard the first one may have changed his mind. Frank was like, nah, man, they choked him. I'm like, Frank, look at the video. The dude was laying on his stomach. Your trachea and your airwave are not in the back of your neck. If anything... He would probably, if, if, if the cop is to blame for his death, it's more than likely due to him cutting off the circulation from an artery that was going to his brain. Ain't got nothing to do with choking him out. Because your man was talking for like nine minutes before he passed out. So he, can clear, he clearly had air coming through. Maybe not as much as he wanted, but he had air. But if anything, if you're going to blame the knee, it was more than likely he cut off a blood, the circulation of, of an artery. So... And he was like, well, why is that such a big deal? I'm like, because it's a big deal because if you're going to try to prove this cop murdered him, you're going to need to get the cause of death correct. Then he was like, man, you ain't no doctor. 
he died because he was in police custody. I'm like, listen, nigga, stop talking like a damn woe is me. Police custody is not an official cause of death. They don't put that on your death certificate. <laughs> they don't put that stuff on your death certificate. And, and, but my man couldn't understand it, so he thought I was caping for the cop. I'm like, dude, I'm, t- I'm over here actually on your side because I'm trying to tell you when you go to the court of law, you can't go up in there with your fields. You, got, you have to go in there and prove exactly how did George Floyd die? What actually killed him? Because if you go in there talking about he died of, of, of asphyxia from being choked out and he actually died because uh, one of his arteries prevented blood from going to his brain, your cop is going to get off. That's why this autopsy is important to specifically identify as to exactly how this man died. It's either going to get the cop off or it's going to cause the cop to go to trial. And then, you know, the prosecution will have to build a case, prove that this cop set out to kill this dude, whether intentionally or accidentally or however, whatever they charge him with. But, you know, we had dealing with these woe is me's and these hyper emotional Negroes like the one in this video. They don't have any logic, man. They run purely off of fields, y'all. They don't understand the concept. They don't understand law and order and all that shit. But they keep dragging these protests out. They're going to be forced to understand it because they're going to start losing favor of the crowd. Couple first couple days, you had a bunch of people that was cheering them on. Yeah, man, yeah. But what y'all think is going to happen now that everybody's business been burnt down, now, all them people that live in them communities, especially these black businesses, guess what? They finna start looking at these riders like, y'all niggas need to pack it up and go home. Y'all done fucked up enough shit. Now I gotta go spend extra gas to drive to the other side of town. You know, destroy my business, my livelihood. There was a business in Atlanta, a black-owned pharmacy owned by a, a black man and a black woman. I, I, I assume they're married. Niggas, uh, well, I ain't gonna say niggas, but people burn that thing down. I seen a video earlier of some white chick. Well, black chick ran up to this car that had some white people in it. She was holding a brick. She opened the back door and was like, excuse me, bitch. Why you get this brick to them black men over there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Basically, she was, she was like, basically, this car was just rolling around, handing bricks out to black people to go, you know, basically go do the white people's dirty work. So you, you're going to get enough of this shit. Because I seen another video or a picture of a black chick uh, no, the white chick spraying Black Lives Matter on a Starbucks. And then some black people came up, was like, what the fuck you doing that for? They finna blame us for that crap. So what I'm saying is you're about to have the protesters and the rioters turning on each other. You know what I'm saying? It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to evolve into the black protesters versus the white ones because the white ones is out here doing all, a lot of this bullshit. But the black people are getting blamed for it. And then you're going to have all the other people whose stuff got destroyed and they tired of seeing you niggas in the street acting the ass. They're going to turn against all y'all. And now they're going to start looking at the cops in the military. Like, all right, cops, y'all need to go do something. <laughs> well, I, I know we was mad, but y'all need to go do something, police. These niggas cutting up. I posted the screenshot. That one dude that was cheering it on. That They say he write, he's an ESPN writer. When the protest was going on, he was cheering it on like, burn it down. And all of a sudden, he got another tweet talking about, no, y'all need to come get these animals. They too close to my house. Everybody loves a good riot and a protest, so as long as that shit ain't nowhere near where they live. Now that they, y'all seen the video with J.R. Smith? 
white boy came out there into a residential neighborhood, busting windows, and he bust one of J.R. Smith's windows on his truck, and J.R. Smith started handing that white boy to work. Y'all see what's going on? So y'all out here besties with these white liberals when this thing first this thing first kicked off. Now these white liberals are showing their true colors. They out here doing all the bullshit or trying to get you to do the bullshit because they know everybody finna point the finger at you niggas. Because when they when they when they think of rioters and thugs, by automatically they think of black people. They don't think of they don't think of the white people. So everybody finna get tired of this crap this crap real quick, and. It's only going to be so long. These governors, they tired of this shit. Trump tired of it. Some of these local mayors are getting tired of it. I'm talking, And like I say, all these people are in favor of the cop going to jail. But they tired of y'all out here destroying shit. Because now y'all are costing taxpayers money. You don't cost God knows how many people have lost jobs over this crap. You are affecting the overall economy now. You got stupid niggas out here like Angry Man making videos. I think you're doing a live stream right now. He got a video titled, uh, uh, Until There's, Until there's uh, Justice, There Will Be No Peace for Anyone. Meanwhile, this nigga's in, in, in the comfort of his house after he comes off of his shift uh, driving around doing uh, Uber Eats and shit. He come home to his crib and tell you niggas to go turn up. But wait till that shit gets closer to his residence. And all of a sudden, you're going to see this nigga on YouTube holding his guns, talking about, nobody better come up in here. But damn, nigga, you were just over here encouraging niggas to do the shit from your YouTube channel, stupid nigga. Just like that other stupid-ass YouTuber up in New York, Blackmail Advice TV. I posted the screenshot of that today. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me show you how stupid this Negro is. Blackmail Advice TV. If you know him, tell him I'm calling him out. That nigga's stupid. He another one. He just like Angry Man. Somewhat. Let me show you what this nigga did. Let me show you what he posted today. Took a screenshot of it, right? This clown right here. Blackmail Advice TV. He did a video earlier crying about... Look at the title of his video. Why does this have... What does this have to do with bringing justice to George Floyd, right? Then you got the little captions, black people like this make us all look like animals. What part of uh, this bring justice to George Floyd? What part of this bring, what part of this brings justice to George Floyd? Let me tell you what this idiot was doing. Blackmail Advice TV. About a week or so ago, he was all up on YouTube. All up on YouTube, dropping videos, telling niggas they need to start turning up on the cops, y'all. Telling niggas they need to start turning up out in the streets. Fuck going to jail. Fuck peace. Turn up. Now that them niggas is turning up in his city, this dumb nigga is on YouTube making videos, talking about what they got to do with justice for George Floyd. Nigga, you told him to go do that. You told these niggas on YouTube that they need to be out there cutting up and doing this crap. Now that it's close to where you live, all of a sudden you got a problem with it. 
And it's going to be the same shit with that little short, dumb nigga named Angry Man. It's going to be the same way because they was cutting up in Raleigh, North Carolina, where he live at. Let that stuff get closer to where Angry Man live at in Raleigh, North Carolina. That nigga going to be singing a different tune, too. Everybody loves a good riot and a protest. So as long as you don't bring that shit to where they live. That's the moral of the story with these idiots on YouTube that are getting you niggas all gassed up to go out here and do this dumb crap. No, I mean, come on. I literally watched the video from this dummy right here. I watched this whole video. He was on there talking about how niggas need to start turning up, need to start pulling the straps out and just giving cops the business on site. He was all in the video saying this. Now look at him. How do we go from that to this? We went from that to this because more than likely he probably lived close to an area where these niggas is turning up. Now they messing up his shit out there. They, they probably looting the stores he go to. <laughs> now he can't walk down to the bodega or the corner store to get a damn glass of milk for his babies. That's how this happened. Everybody love a good riot and a protest till it come knocking on your door, nigga. That's how this work with these clowns, man. These internet, social media niggas. Out here telling y'all to do some shit they ain't got name finna go do. And now y'all want to cry when it comes knocking on your dough. Look at him. Look at, look, at, look at the angry man. Look at this video. Either law, order, and justice for everyone or none of it if for anyone. This nigga talking this shit now, y'all. Them niggas cutting up in Raleigh. Let me, they was cutting up in Raleigh, North Carolina, too. Let them start cutting up closer to where Angry Man live. Angry Man going to be making videos talking about, why y'all do that? This ain't what Martin Luther King Jr. would have wanted. <laughs> y'all need to turn the other cheek. We need peace. Angry man going to be out there with the reverend and shit, holding hands, talking about we shall overcome. Out there trying to convince these young niggas. Nah, that's what they're going to do. These niggas want to see all this crap go down because it, cause, cause it, it's, it's happening nowhere near where they live. That's why all of them will get on here and talk this crazy shit. Everybody from Tariq on down. Let, let that shit, let them, listen, I saw a video of Tariq out in, out, out in Atlanta, right? Let them niggas in Los Angeles start turning up next to the neighborhood he live in. Y'all think Tariq finna be on here talking about, yeah, yeah, y'all need to get it. He gonna be out there, he gonna be out there standing with them white folks in his neighborhood, assuming they all got guns, trying to protect that neighborhood. <laughs> Don't let these clowns fool you. I seen rapper Ice-T out there talking this crazy shit. Let them go find out where Ice-T live and start getting close to his house with Coco at. Ice-T going to be, he going to turn into the cop from Law and Order on them niggas, for real. He going to go back to his New Jack City cop role and, and start, start being the cop from New Jack City. That's what all of them going to do. Everybody from the celebrities to these little stumbling, bumbling niggas on YouTube. 
Everybody loves a good riot till a riot comes creeping up next to your dough. Then all of a sudden you got a problem. Nah, you need to keep that same energy, uh, uh, blackmail media. You need to keep that same energy, bruh. You was all in the videos. Dancing all in the videos. Telling these niggas to turn up and start bussing on the cops on site. I watched that video for about two hours. This nigga was showing all kind of footage. Talking about how come they didn't do this to this cop? They should have did this. They should have did that. Now look at him. Now look at this clown. <laughs> this shit done came creeping up to his dough. This nigga probably can't go to sleep at night because them niggas throwing bricks and bottles all over the place. He got to go to sleep with his damn, his damn sound, his, his damn sound reduction headphones on. <laughs> That's all right, though. This stuff only going to go on for so long. Because they finna, they finna get these jokers ready to go in time for time for some action on some shit like that. They going to get the cops more authority and they going to be like, all right, cops, go on out there start busting heads. They going to they gonna let the cops go bust heads because the public finna turn. The crowd's finna turn because the crowd is tired of niggas in the streets. They, they tired. Y'all, y'all are, everybody is seeing it now. Y'all are not out there because of George Floyd. Because if you were, y'all be taking y'all asses home. The cop been arrested. They finna charge him with murder. They got an autopsy saying that he killed him. What more? All right, go home now. That's what y'all wanted. Go home. No, y'all out there just causing mayhem and chaos just to cause it. You are losing the favor of the crowd now. Yeah, you had these stupid idiots on Twitter talking about keep it going. That's only because it ain't got closer to their door yet. You are losing favor of the crowd. These same people who was out here talking about F the police and the cops is wrong. They're going to be the first one saying, hey, y'all need to come clean the block up and get these niggas up out of here. Get these white Looney Tune liberals up out of here. Come get these peasy headed niggas up out of here. Get these damn potential illegal Mexicans the hell up out of here. Round these niggas up. Do what you got to do. Bust some heads. I'll look the other way. They want people going to want life to go back to normal real soon, y'all. Real, especially if you live in one of them areas and you running low on food right now. Let's imagine you live in one of them areas where, where, where Target or some other corner store was your main store to go grocery shopping. And now your shit burnt down. You looking in your cupboards and you running out of food. You starting to bust open the cans now. You're going you gonna, to you gonna be like, uh-uh, nah, this ain't working. This ain't working. Nope, nope. I was down with y'all the first two nights. But nah, nah, hell nah. Y'all don't burnt down my damn corner store. I can't get my damn milk and cereal and shit. Can't get my damn hamburger helper and all that crap. They finna, they, they finna lose the crowd because now it ain't about joy. It's just about niggas acting the ass. White folks acting the ass just to act an ass. Like, there's this mall not too far from me where I live. I used to work there like 20 years ago. I worked there at the finish line 20 years ago when I was uh, like a sophomore in college I was working there. Anyways, I ain't been to this mall in ages. I ain't even, I mean, I, you know, they, from what I know, they got like part of the DMV up in there. 
A lot of stores ain't in there no more. I think they got a movie theater in there. Excuse me. I think they got a movie theater in there. That's about that's about the only reason why people go to this mall. Anyway, somebody posted a video on Facebook of niggas running up into this mall stealing shit. Like, what reason they got to go up into this mall and just start stealing shit? Like, what, 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 what this mall got to do with George Floyd? Ain't no cops that work up in there, to my knowledge. Maybe some security guards. What they, what they got to do with George Floyd? Niggas is out here stealing shit now. Now you messing up people's employment. You messing up people's money. So they're going to start turning and they're going and they're going they're, they're going to invite the police and the military to start knocking you niggas across the head and giving y'all some of that real police brutality that y'all been asking for. They're going to they're going to encourage it because they're going to want order. You know why they're going to want order? Because people with common sense who are actually productive members of society, they function in structure and order. They can't, they don't function in chaos because they understand chaos is temporary and it produces no results in most instances. They're going to want order. They're going to want, they're going to want to return to their regularly scheduled programming. That's what they want. And it's going to be more of them coming out. Mark my words. If this thing keeps dragging out. It sucks you're not rich like me, young Morpheus. Too bad. Should have made better decisions in life, nigga. Go out there and start you an OnlyFans account and start twerking your ass. Maybe you can get rich like me. You got options. Utilize them. But that's what's going to happen, though. This ain't about George anymore. Matter of fact, y'all seen the screenshot I posted. George, let's go check the George Floyd fundraiser. Let's see what this thing don't went up to. It was at 7 million when I looked at it. Let's see what it's up to now. Look at that. This thing don't went up a million dollars since I posted it, right? This is the biggest GoFundMe I have ever seen, y'all. I've never seen a GoFundMe get this much money ever, ever. And I'm not hating. That family deserves everything. Their son was killed. You know what I'm saying? Or the events led to his death. You know, whatever. I don't know. I got, you know, he's up to 8.3 million. I say they got all these people out here allegedly protested on his behalf after the family pay all their, all their debt off all, all the George's debt pay all, you know, cause you know, they're going to use this money to pay off all their debt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's cool. I don't have an issue with it, but guess what? They finna move the hell away from these niggas. They finna take this 8 million and bounce. You think they finna be staying around these niggas? You think they're going to be staying around these niggas that, 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 that are so-called protesting for George after just watching video after video of them going around breaking into shit? Because you know they're going to start hitting up houses next. My homeboy hit me up. He lived in uh, Dallas. He said he had to go. He had to, uh, he, went to the, he had to go pull his gun out and start loading up because they was protesting down the street from his house. And he's like, bro, we ain't even got no stores around here in the area I live in. He was like, I got to strap up. 
Like, yeah, they finna start hitting houses, nigga. It's just, it's just a bunch of white folks and black people. It's just a bunch of people out there. Looney Tune liberals who a bunch of Bernie Sanders supporters. Then you got these dumb niggas following behind these people. So they finna move to Lake Minnetonka. Nah, they finna move their ass to Canada. <laughs> they finna go all the way up there with the, with the whitest of the white folks. They finna be out there making snow angels. All kind of shit. But they finna get the hell away from niggas. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. They're gonna become a target. Come on, man. They're gonna become a target. They're gonna be like, damn, y'all. You think they finna stay in the same neighborhood knowing everybody can see this damn shit? Knowing that they just got they just got hit with eight million. This thing might go up to nine, ten million dollars, y'all. You can't live around niggas with, with no no when niggas know you got this kind of money. You can't live around black people like this. I'm sorry, you just can't. You can't live around them, them type of Negroes that are out there riding and who, who believe that who, who uh, claim they're rioting on behalf of your son or your brother. You can't live around them type of niggas with, with this type of cheese. This is public information. Anybody can look this crap up. But they ain't even finna be around these niggas. And these niggas is doing all this and, and allegedly for their son. You know, but some are trying to say it's bigger than him. It's about the police brutality now. Shut up. No, it ain't. It's about it's about free shit because the cops is preoccupied. Everybody finna get tired of this crap. Everybody finna get tired of this crap and order is about to be restored. And the Wakandan warriors, they ain't ready for that. Tariq ain't properly trained him. He ain't put out no, no basic training DVD set yet. These niggas can go out there and, and learn how to do some basic Wakandan warrior urban warfare tactics. <laughs> Jason Black ain't out there instructing these niggas on how to be, be, fight these race soldiers. You know what I'm saying? That these niggas don't spend all these years talking about race soldiers. And how, and how black people need to be warriors, but they ain't, they ain't figured out how to train these niggas yet. And then they want to come up to me, well, uh, uh, you know, some of them, some of the niggas that follow them, you U.S., you, you used to be in the army, why don't you train people? Nigga, I don't even agree with you niggas. The hell I look like training you dumb niggas? I don't even agree with the philosophy you niggas have. Yeah, Ogun got them. Let the spirit of Ogun protect these clowns. I hate when people come up to me talking that crazy shit. Why don't you go train black peoples on marksmanship and, and, and combat tactics? Nigga, I don't even agree with your BS philosophy. <laughs> the hell I look like training you on some shit, for? You gonna pay me? No, man, you should do it off the strip we black. Nigga, kick rocks. Get the hell out of here. Waste my time with y'all. Nigga, you crazy. Yeah, this is where we at, y'all. Order, law and order is coming back. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'll buy the cops a goddamn, I'm going to go buy the police uh, uh, a few batches of Krispy Kreme donuts. Just so they can go out there and, and as soon as, Go out there and get you niggas back in line because y'all getting on my nerves. You niggas, now y'all ain't, ain't doing much down here where I'm at. 
But if I was in one of them other cities, I'd be like, look, cops, y'all niggas hungry? I'm going to go buy y'all some donuts and some coffee. Because I need y'all to have some, I need y'all to have a bunch of sugar in your system. So you could be hyped up and start smacking these niggas around. Get these niggas back in line. Because they're getting on my nerves now. I was I was F the police the first night, the second night. Nigga, we we going on five, six, seven days of this shit. I'm 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 back to blue, blue lives matter like a motherfucker. Go get them niggas. Go get them white people and go get them niggas. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of going to sleep every night smelling, smelling the, the aroma of shit burning all over the place from fires being set. Go get them niggas. And I will buy you clowns donuts for the rest of the year. That's where we at with it. I ain't the only one feeling like that. There's a whole bunch of people feeling like that, especially if you close to these areas where these niggas is turning up. I guarantee it is a whole bunch of people who are tired. They was down for the first two days. Now they tired. They're like, look, y'all need to wrap it up, B. Y'all need to wrap that shit up, B. Take y'all asses on home. The major point, take your ass home. Yeah, they out there trying to pretend like this is a, a purge movie. Like, oh no, niggas gonna get tired. Niggas gonna get tired. Right now, the, the cops in the, in the military, they just waiting, they just waiting these niggas out. They gonna get tired. You can only run around the streets for so long. <laughs> you just running back and forth like a like a little like a little ping pong ball in an arcade machine. You're going to run out of gas eventually. They're going to get tired. They're going to get bored. It's exciting for them now. They're going to get bored because they're going to see, all right, what are we doing? Eventually that's going to happen. But then they're going to start turning on each other because I've already seen the videos of, of the black protesters going at the white ones. When you start turning on each other, guess what? Now you're divided. You're easier to come after now. <laughs> then you got all these... People, people, people are saying like these undercover cops is out there and shit. I don't know about how true that shit is, but I wouldn't doubt it. This protesting was fun, bro. You should try it. May lose some weight. Nah, nigga. I'm going to stay my fat, rich ass in my house. You go out there and protest and, and, and keep crying because you can't afford to do shit else. The only reason you skinny because you can't afford to eat good, nigga. <laughs> You can't put weight on eating oodles and noodles every night, nigga. That's why you running around protesting and shit. Got your ribs showing. This nigga look like a this nigga look like one of them damn dogs that's been starved. That that's about to get rescued by the animal shelter that that be uh on that damn commercial with the sad music and shit. Somebody go adopt this nigga and feed him. This nigga's ribs is sticking all out his skin right now. Running around trying to find his next meal. That's why, that's why he out there protesting. He on his lunch break right now. He on his lunch break. He done, he done stole a hamburger from Burger King, and now he on his phone. But now, as soon as he get off, he, he got to go run around looking for his next meal. That's why this nigga's protesting. <laughs> I got a refrigerator full of food, nigga. Chill it. 
I'm going to go take my fat ass in there and eat some more. <laughs> this nigga running from trash can to trash can, hoping somebody threw a slice of pizza away. That's the only reason this nigga protests. He hungry. <laughs> he hungry. <laughs> he wish he could be fat like me. That nigga hungry. I'll go feed. Go get a GoFundMe for this nigga and feed him. Let's get him a lifetime supply of ramen noodles. Get him shits like 10 cents a pack. We throw in $100. This nigga going to eat good for the next five years. We don't want to see you out there running, burning up calories, nigga. You need them calories to survive. You better start walking. <laughs> you better start walking and stop running, burning up all that energy. That's what you better do. Get this nigga a protein shake. Anyways, life's about to go back to normal. I'm hoping. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to see these uh these popos come through. That's what I'm hoping happen. You niggas getting on my nerves. What the hell is this? And these weird ass friend requests. Who is this clown? Nope. Get your ass up out of here. Shit running slow today. Anyways, I'm about to bounce. So, like I said, man, y'all y'all go check out my man Speedy. He's the one who sent this in. But like I say, your man, your man's ain't stupid. Uh oh. And this thing loud as hell in my ear. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to cut this thing off. It's like loud as hell in my ear. Here we go. Yeah, but your man's ain't your man's ain't dumb though, man. Your man's ain't stupid. He got he got all up in that dude's face and knew not to touch him. Cause your man's was gonna take that 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 rifle. He was gonna knock an S curl into this nigga's head. This nigga was gonna get hit so hard, he gonna be looking like uh he gonna be he, he gonna be looking like little Richard back in the day with the with the super perm. He knew not to touch him. He was finna get, get a super fade, a super cut for real. Anyway, shout out to my man's for the money. Light skin hero is the cash app. Guys got a question, a topic. A young Morpheus, put your cash app in there so niggas can send you some money. So you can get you a good meal tonight. <laughs> Y'all go get this nigga some money so he can get him a, a, a decent meal. His little skinny ass. Anyways, y'all be easy. Peace.